Hey there, welcome back to the Etsy Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Cody McGuffey, and today we get to talk with Tamara Hall about her transition from doing design studio duties to full-time mommy duties and how selling on Etsy and becoming a mom became a blessing to her and her family. We get to learn about Tamara's passion for digital design and how she turned it into an, a profitable Etsy business. And we get to really dive deep on that journey of creating trendy templates, learning the ins and outs of, the, of those digital templates and how she turned it into one of her passive income streams. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Everbee, and we believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to pursue their passions and really live life on their own terms. We believe that making e-commerce accessible to everyone in the world is the most important thing, and we need to use it to make a positive impact in our families, in our communities. It's a tool you guys need to be using for your Etsy business. Etsy sellers find winning products, get more sales, and grow their business using Everbee. And Really, the main point is to understand what people are searching for on Etsy and understand what they're buying on Etsy so you can just make more of those things. And when you wonder where your listing is showing up in those Etsy search results, the Etsy algorithm, our rank tracker will show you exactly where you're showing up and for which keyword, which page. So you can understand what keywords are working and which are not. And if you have that fear and when you have that fear, that dreaded Etsy suspension due to an accidental trademark infringement on your listing, everybody will let you know. Our trademark monitor automatically scans all of your listings on your shop every single month to make sure that you know if there are any potential issues with your listings in regards to trademarks. It's a tool you guys need to be using to grow your Etsy business. Sign up for free, everbee.io. Let's jump in. Samara, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're super excited to have you on. We got here because I think you responded to one of our emails or one of my emails and you basically were just like, whatever, that's it. I don't know. And then I think I saw like a link to your blog and then I started reading through your blog and it was like you were giving a bunch of free value advice to like Etsy sellers and moms that were trying to build like an income source online. And I was just like, we should talk more. And so that's pretty much why we're here today, right? I mean, that's how it went. Yeah, right? that sounds about right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for coming on for sure. Do you mind like sharing a little bit about like who you are and like, yeah, let's start there. Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, my name's Tamara. I'm a, well, I was a full-time graphic designer. I guess I've been a graphic designer for about 15 years or so. Cool. Um, I had a, I ran a successful design studio for about six years where I focused mostly on branding and logo design. So that was, uh, yeah, that's like my passion in life. Interesting. Is and you were, you were, design. were you like, you have your own company or was it like, you work for another company or how'd that go? So I had my own company. Yeah. Galaxy Mom Studio. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and who were your type of clients? Like, were they companies or were they like solo business owners? Who did you serve? Yeah. So I served actually a pretty wide variety of people. Um, I worked from everyone from like the mom and pop shop who needed a logo for their bakery to mm. sort of like bigger commercial real estate clients. So it was a pretty wide variety of, of clients. Okay. Got it. And then you made the transition. And when did Etsy come into play? Yeah. So Etsy came into play um, when I got pregnant actually, because I was running okay. my design studio. I was working anywhere from like 40 to 50 hour work weeks. I'd be working, you know, in the evenings on the weekends. I didn't mind. I actually really like working Enjoyed in the it. evenings, like on the weekends. I love my work. So it was easy to kind of put all that time into it. Um, but then when I got pregnant, I was trying to figure out, okay, like how exactly is this going to work? How am I going to be able to run this design studio 
um, at the rate that I'm running it and like raise a newborn and take care of a child. And I just realized there was no way that was going to be possible. So I started looking into, okay, like how can I make income in a different way? I love that. And so backing up to your design studio real quick, was it just you or did you have employees at the company or how did that go? Just me, but I did have um, contractors that I also used if I had too much work on my plate, I would contract out design work to other designers. Okay, cool. And so you're looking to Etsy and this is when you're, when you're first pregnant, I guess you could say. So that was, how old are your kids yeah. now? How many do you have? So I have two kids now, but this was with my first child. Um, he's three and a half and then my younger one's a year and a half. Okay. Um, three and a half and one and a half. Okay. So I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. So I like mine are pretty oh, much. Nice. Yeah. I have, I have yeah. a boy, he's four and then AV, she's two, our daughter. And, um, uh, I'm with you for sure. Like, so you know what it's like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you're, you're right in, in it. <laughs> you're in the thick of it. Yeah. It's getting better though. Um, for oh, us, yeah. like, these schedules yeah. are getting better and like all that. My wife is literally a hero. She is amazing. Like, and, um, but I do not understand like that, that transition moment of, okay, I, we're having, getting ready to have a baby. I want to start thinking about what my life will look like when we have kids. And I want to design my life accordingly. Right. I want to design my business mm-hmm. accordingly. And thinking about, do I want to be having to work 50 hours a week, you know, or is there a better way? And I think that's kind of where Um, you're at when you, okay. Walk us through that. Like, exactly. What did you, what did you learn? (laughs) Yeah. So it was a, a really great transition. Um, at the time I, I wasn't sure if I was making the right move or not. Sure. Um, because, you know, things were going well with the studio. So, you know, I could have maybe had made it work if I hired people. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely wouldn't have had the time that I wanted to spend with my newborn. So yeah, basically the transition happened when I saw, um, another graphic designer on Instagram and she was posting about how she sells, uh, Canva templates and Lightroom presets on Etsy as digital products. And she was very transparent with her income that she made, which I Mm. find is quite rare, but I really appreciated it. And she was making, you know, $10,000, $20,000 a month um, selling these digital products on Etsy. And I just found that really inspiring. Um, And that's kind of what got me into wanting to learn more about digital products. Like, okay, what are Canva templates? How do I make them? And Mm -hmm. exploring all the different types out there because there are so many. Sure. Cause you have this skill, right. That you've basically been crafting for the last 15 years, um, of design, right. And also just serving customers and you kind of understand what people like and what they don't like. You have this kind of like unique, you know, value proposition, I guess, um, to bring to the market, but now you just need to like productize it, right. Make it like a, how do I, how do I turn this thing into like something that gives me like that time freedom probably is probably what you're probably going after. Yeah, I hadn't really heard too much about passive income. I didn't really know what that was. And now three years later, I feel like that's like every second word that I say, (laughs) like I am absolutely obsessed with passive income. It's totally changed my life creating these different um, passive income streams now. I love it. So talk, talk us through that Um, for passive income to you. How do you define it? Because it's, it's kind of one of those terms is like has a couple different definitions. I have my own definition of it, but what is it for you? Okay. So yeah, passive income for me is basically investing a ton of time initially. So it's not something that just like flies at you from thin air. It's, mm-hmm. You do invest a ton of time, but once you've created that product or whatever it is, 
and you put it online, it continuously brings income to you without any or very minimal additional upkeep to it. I like it. And so with passive income, I've found the best thing too is just having as many streams as possible, like not just depending on one like specific passive income stream, but branching out and seeing, you know, having like five, 10, the more the merrier kind of thing. Mm. Would you consider, um, and by the way, my definition is very similar to that. Um, like investing, it doesn't mean that like, I'm just going to throw, throw a thousand dollars at something and it's going to throw off a percentage. Like that is one form of passive, passive income, like investing in something and it pays, pays me monthly. That's fine. Um, but in this sense, like you'd be investing time and money probably investing in this product that you would build a digital product for Etsy and that thing just kind of like generates income for you, um, every single month. And so my definition is the same. And also I guess kind of hammering on the part of like with minimal effort, it's not like it's no effort involved ever every month. It's like, you're still going to have the customer service occasionally. Um, you're going to still have to like create new designs occasionally and do all those things. Do we align on our definitions? You think? Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Got it. So you started this thing, I guess that'd be three years ago now. Is that two things? Three years ago is when I uh, opened up my Etsy store. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell us about the first year. Oh, okay. So yeah, I the first year wasn't great. So coming at it, I didn't really know what to do. So my first products on my Etsy store, I created logo templates in Adobe Illustrator. And so when people would purchase the logo template, they would get an illustrator file and then they could customize the logo with their business name. So this didn't go that well. I think I only sold one in the first couple months. And I started thinking like, this isn't exactly passive either because I still need to, you know, give them support. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of customization that needs to be sure. done outside of that. Um, not everyone can, knows how to use Adobe Illustrator either. It's kind of, you know, Canva is a lot easier. And that's kind of where I switched to Canva. So I was selling these logo templates. Um, and then about a couple months in, I decided, you know, this isn't as easy as it could be. If I make these logo templates in Canva instead, then someone can just click on it. They can do it all themselves. And they can also export it in all the different formats that they need. It doesn't require any additional work on my mm -hmm. end. Okay. So you did that. And so wait, you're telling me that you started an Etsy shop and you didn't have that like hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars a year right away. Like TikTok says, no, no, <laughs> I wish. Right. I That's the dream for sure. No. And, yes. that, and that could come. Right. But it's like, it's not yeah. every, that's a, that's a, it's, they're not always, it's not the normal. Right. Um, and no, so it was a lot of trial and error. Um, yeah, so the logos, so I tried the logos and then I was doing, you know, the Canva template logos, those weren't really selling. So then I noticed that a lot of the really popular products on Etsy were social media templates. So that's kind of where I moved into the social media templates. My first products were social media templates for, I think I did coaches, small business owners and realtors. Mm. So I was experimenting with making Instagram story templates, Instagram post templates, um, sort of along that lines. I love that. I mean, lines. I love that. I guess. And before I, I guess we get to the results part at first at, at a glance, like I love those niches because like you're selling to like other business owners probably, right. They like you're helping their business grow and people mm -hmm. are typically willing to invest, you know, pay $15, $20, $30, $100 for something that could possibly generate them money, right? Like a social media pack for, I'm talking about real, real estate agent 
Like that makes a lot of sense for me to, to, to do that. Um, how yeah. were the result? How were the results on your end? It saves them so much time. Right. And that's the main thing. Like real estate agents don't have a lot of time to yep. dive into designing their own social media graphics. And they're not good at it. Like that's not their specialty. Like their specialty no. is design. Like it's not, they're exactly. totally different type of people. Yeah. Yeah. So that went okay. I mean, for the first, again, it was a couple months again, and so I, until I started seeing any real results, I may have sold one product a week or so. So it wasn't exactly inspiring. There were times where I was just like, you know what, this isn't going to work. Like why sure. even bother? I'm putting all this time into making these graphics. No one's buying them. It's not helping anyone. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did notice that the real estate social media templates that I was selling were selling a little bit better than the other ones. Um, and then I, I just kind of looked online on Etsy and saw that there were a lot of really popular gold real estate logos, but I couldn't at the time, I couldn't really find any gold themed, like black and gold themed real estate, social media templates. So I was thinking if these logos are popular, it must mean that that style in general is something people are looking for. Mm. So I, that's when I started making gold, gold and black themed real estate templates for social media. And I would say that is the first product I had that really took off. Interesting. When you say take off to find that for us, what do you mean? So that product, the first couple of weeks, um, I maybe sold a few, but after about a month I was selling, I want to say at least 20 to 30 a week or so. Okay. So we're talking so like two to three a day. Seller. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. Quite a few. That's amazing. It was yeah, enough that's... to notice. And I was like, okay, this is good. Okay. And how much were you selling it for? Do you think like on average? I think I was selling it for around $25. Cool. So yeah, I love this. I um, appreciate sharing that because most people think of like digital products. If I'm going to create a digital product on Etsy. They think like I need to be a dollar to $3 type of range, you know, like the SVG typical, like $1, $3 download. And it's really hard to make like meaningful money. Right? You can get a lot of sales, yeah. but it's hard to make meaningful money. But when you have a $25 product or a $20 product and above, you can actually like, when you start to have a product that kind of does well, like it can turn into a car payment very quickly. Like you're paying for your car oh, yeah. and eventually your mortgage. And like pretty soon you're supporting like your whole entire life and you're retiring your husband or your wife in that case. Right. <laughs> Which by the way, I've heard that many, many times. Like I have friends that have like stopped, like their, their husband, like was in like a construction job that he didn't really like. And she was, she was just like, you're done. If you want to be done, like, let's just go all in on this Etsy thing. And like, they do it. And it's so cool. I love- that is amazing. Yeah. That's the power of Etsy and, you know, digital products and getting into this. Absolutely. Okay. So covered first year and second year, I think at this point, right? Mm -hmm. How about third year? How was that this year? I guess third year. Yeah. would have been last year. So at that point I had, so my son was born, um, in December of the year prior. So last year, my second child. So last year I I was pretty busy again. Yes. So I didn't have that much time to put in my Etsy store. Um, I'm also a Canva creator. So I make templates directly for Canva. Cool. So I kind of split my time between doing that, my Etsy store. Um, and then I also teach classes on um, like Udemy and Skillshare and stuff as well. So I'm kind of any little chance I had. So while my son was napping or here and there, um, I would work on these other things. So that being said, I only had about, I think I only put maybe 20 to 30 hours into my Etsy shop last year total. I only released two new products. Total. 
on like, there in the total like for the whole month? year. Oh, a year. No, 20 to 30 hours for the entire year. Yeah. The entire year. 30, not a ton of time. Hours. No, that's not a lot. It's like if I would look at that and someone says, well, like, yeah, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to put 30 hours into it this year. I'll be like, well, you're probably going to fail. <laughs> like, don't yeah, right. Me. It's not a lot. But I, you know, I know. I mean, like I put a ton of time into it those first years. Sure. I was working on it constantly, especially when I was pregnant and I had that time, but not so much last year. Okay. So 30 hours you put in this, in this shop last year. I know, I know you had the other years, but right. last year you put 30 hours in and how much income did it generate through digital products? So it generated about 33,000. Wild. Okay. 30 hours, 33,000. And, um, yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> physical products, digital products, all digital. Yeah. They're all digital products on there. Okay. So we're talking like an 85%, yeah. 90% profit margin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're all uh, Canva templates now. So I mostly cool. focus on realtor real estate templates. Congratulations. That's amazing. Seriously. Thank you. Um, okay. So if anybody's out there listening right now, right, which I'm sure there are, because people are literally driving to work, driving home from work. Maybe they've just got their, their son or daughter down for a nap and they're like trying to figure out what the next, next move is. Like you can do it. Like, yes, you have limited time, but would you agree? Like you can do it. Like, oh, we talk 100%, about, yeah, we talk about that next, like right now, I guess is, um, how did you structure or how would you recommend a mom of two of two kids, one fairly being new? You have limited time. Like you have the nap schedule basically and mm -hmm. to really work on your stuff if you're a full-time mom. How how did you do it? And then how would you recommend someone do it? Yeah. So if you're a full-time mom, you've got kids at young kids at home, you have limited time. What I did anyway was during naps. So you might have a couple hours here, a couple hours there. Um, and then I have a extremely supportive husband as well. So he, when he would watch the kids, he would watch the kids, you know, on the weekends for a couple hours here and there. And I would take that time to work on some templates or work on my store. Um, we also had a wonderful babysitter. So sometimes we would hire her for a few hours. My husband's a music producer. So he would go work on his music. I would work on my sure. Canva Etsy stuff. So it is very challenging to find time. And, and there are a lot of people that say, okay, you can, you know, work while you're watching your kids. And I mm -hmm. found that extremely difficult, especially, you know, if you have a toddler, it's not so easy to just like, let your toddler play all day while you work. They yeah, there's a lot of guilt that comes in too. And like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you want to be playing with them. So I don't know if I really recommend that direction too much, but just the naps, like it honestly doesn't. In the beginning, it does take a lot of time, but as you invest more and more time, the time that you need to put in, unless you want to, goes down. So you like you don't have to put in as much time as you do it initially. No, I totally I get that and I appreciate that because so many people, like I have my sisters that sell an Etsy, and I have my wife that sells an Etsy, and I, and I'm looking at these moms, right? These are moms and full time moms, by the way, and time is always a constraint. It always is no matter what. So you have to like figure that out. And I guess, and I, it's one thing for me to be like, oh, you should do this, 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 but I'm not the mom and I'm not full-time mom. Right. So like, I think it's important for you to share that. So I appreciate you sharing that because it's coming directly from you. You have a mom, it's three, you know, to a three and a half year old and a one year old, one and a half year old, like, and you've figured it out a way that works for you. I know it's not perfect. I'm sure. I'm sure you have things that's always challenging, but you have figured out this income stream thing on Etsy. Um, so it's super valuable. Definitely. So what's next for you? What are you working on at this moment? Um, I know that you talk about your, like you're, you have a blog now too, because you're, it seems like you're trying yeah. to support also at the same time doing all this, you're trying to support other moms doing this stuff too. 
you talk to oh, us about that? Sure. Yeah, definitely. So I just launched my new website. Um, basically, I'm going to be coming out with some classes later on this year where I'm going to teach moms to do exactly what I did. So basically how to start a digital product store on Etsy and how to create digital products, whether they're you know, illustrations or Canva templates or fonts. There's going to be you know, a bunch of different courses depending on what they're interested in. I love that. Do you feel like you always had like a passion for teaching also? Um, is that why you kind of like led to this or cause like you started out as like really, you know, a um, design studio, right. And then you launched Etsy short Etsy shop and then you've kind of figured this thing out that works for you. And then like, what led you to like, want to like help others do the same thing? You know what? That's not always been something that I've thought I could do or be good at, or even wanted to do was teaching. And it's only in the last year or so that I've, I guess, you know what changed? I had kids. And when you have kids, you have to teach them all the time. And I'm like, mm. Hey, this is actually like, this is fun. And I enjoy this. So yeah, it was just in the last year where I've really put a lot more, you know, time and energy and focus into teaching others how to do it. I also didn't really feel confident in myself too. It's because it's like, before you really have success with it, yeah. I kept having this voice say like, who am I to teach others how to do it? If I don't even have anything to back it up, like who's going sure. to want to learn from me. Right. But now that I've had more success and experience with it, I do feel a bit more confident in teaching others how to do it too. Totally. And no, I appreciate that for sure. And that imposter syndrome is a real thing, right? We know this. Um, mm -hmm. Like you feel like you don't deserve to be there, but it's not that you don't, it's like you have, you have had success, like in your way, you're a full-time mom, you have two kids, you have an Etsy shop that's you've been in th for three years now. And you've also created $30,000 worth of passive income. I would consider passive, um, just last year by putting in 30 hours of work, right? Like that's, I know it doesn't sound like a whole bunch of money because it's not like a million dollars, a thing that you see on TikTok or the YouTube channels and stuff like that. But the, the reality is it's like real money. It's it's real money that's coming in and it could be more if you put in more hours, right? Very likely. Oh yeah. And if you got better at it and you really focus on that thing, it could actually be, there'd be no reason why that couldn't be five times more if you put five times more of the effort, um, which is the, which is the cool part about the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You can put the time in if, and when you want to, but it, you don't necessarily need to put it in to continue where you're at. If you like where you're at. Yeah, totally. Um, no, well, I appreciate that for sure. Um, and by the way, we will link to all of your, all of Tamara's, like all of the blog and the websites and below, but where, where can people find you? I guess maybe share that. Yeah. So my website's galaxybomb.com, B-O-M-B. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Galaxy Bomb Studio. Love it. And again, we'll link to all those things. Um, but let's leave them with leave the audience with one last thing. Maybe um, what do you give some advice maybe for the mom that's that you were maybe three years ago, right? When you were first kind of starting out and you maybe had a baby on the way, or maybe you just had a baby and you realized like I need to do something, but I don't really know what to do. Would you mind leaving some like advice for that person listening? Yeah. Um, I guess I would say. Yeah, don't be afraid to just get started. Um, there can be a lot of doubt when you're first beginning um, about all the different roadblocks that can come up when you want to learn about digital products, like what they are, how to sell them on Etsy, all these things. And it can maybe seem like a bit daunting in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You might feel like you don't have that much time. You're not going to be able to do it. But it's just take the first few steps and just get the ball rolling because I think it's easier than a lot of people think. Hmm. Um, and it doesn't take, 
that much time. Like if you only have two hours a week or five hours a week, whatever it is at the beginning, that's all it'll take to start learning about it and start building, you know, your passive income stream. I love that. I know your, your product idea is coming from like your design studio experience, but for someone that doesn't really know what niche to go into, like, would you mind like kind of sharing a little bit there? Like what's some advice is there? Yeah. So for a niche, I definitely recommend people looking at, you know, their past jobs, their past experience, their hobbies. And if there's something in there that they can find that's unique, using that as a niche is really awesome. Like for me, I went into real estate, not that I have much experience in that, but I did have friends that were realtors. So I was able to send them my templates and be like, Hey, like, what do you think? Is this actually beneficial for a real estate agent? And they gave me a bunch of feedback, Mm. but so say if you, you know, you, before you had a child, say if you were a teacher or something like that, then you have certain knowledge in an industry that no one else has. And that might be an opportunity for you to make, you know, printables for teachers or design Mm -hmm. things around the experience and knowledge that you already have. I love that. I think it's great. I, I think it's like that intuition mixed with like your experience mixed with like your network mixed with like, and then obviously the ever comes in that shameless plug, like you should validate, you know, like you should validate. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Ever, ever be was key for sure. I, one of my best sellers, actually the whole reason why it became a bestseller is because I was trying to figure out what style to design. So I mm-hmm. went on to Everbee and I started seeing, um, commonalities with a lot of the popular products in terms of colors and aesthetic. So all I did basically was design, you know, a social media pack, but using those same colors and aesthetic that I kept seeing pop up and it became a bestseller within about a month or two. Crazy. So walk us through that for a second. Um, so I guess, how would you use Everbee in that way? Like if you could repeat that process, like how would somebody repeat that? I guess. Yeah. So just at the beginning when they're trying to figure out what kind of product to sell. Maybe they have a general idea of social media templates, for example, but they don't know what style to create. They might have their niche. Um, yeah, just go on Everbee and then just look, type it in and look at the top results and see, I just scroll through mainly the first page. That's where I find um, the most information, but look through those top listings, the top selling ones and, have a look at the colors, the typography, the overall feel, what kind of imagery are they using? Okay. Because the Etsy crowd and or not Etsy crowd, but Etsy customers okay. are a very specific person, right? So your idea of what might look good or what you like from a subjective viewpoint might not be what the Etsy customers are looking for. Yeah. So it's so key because you don't want to waste your time. I could have wasted so much time making stuff that I love that no one would have bought. Sure. Right? But when you actually look at the analytics and see what people actually like or, and are buying, it gives a lot of insight into what to create. Sure. So that makes total sense. I mean, obviously it's what our core belief is, right? It's like sell things that people actually want to buy rather than just like sell things just yeah. because you think it looks good. Um, so, but I guess to repeat that, you type in social media templates and then use the product analytics. And then you basically would look at, Hey, which one of these things are generating most of the sales, right? So sort by sales maybe and see the commonalities. Yeah, like I would, yes, exactly. So I think what I typed in into Everbee, I, I wrote real realtor templates or real estate templates. 
And then I didn't narrow it down too much into the social media. I just wanted to get a general feel for all of the templates. It was there a certain style that I was seeing. And then I took that style and created social media templates okay. with that information. Got it. Okay. And then you used kind of like your other experience, your gut, probably your intuition and kind of crafted something that was probably unique, but probably not too unique because you don't want to like stray too, too, too far from what people are actually buying, but you want to kind of make it your own. Yeah, exactly. Kind of look at what's popular and what's selling and then put your own twist on it. So it's different. You don't want to just straight up copy what else is out there. Sure. No one's going to buy it. You have to do something that's unique in either the way it looks or the content that's on there. I love it. Awesome. Well, I know I said that was the last question and we'll hold to it this time, but Tamara, thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, I appreciate everything that you shared with all the community and with me also. I learned a bunch. Um, so yeah, thank you again. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Okay, cool. See ya. Bye-bye.